and welcome to episode 28 of Sometimes Heroes. My name is James, and I'll be your game master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'll play Gij, the human shield bearer fighter. Hello, I'm Molly, and I play Eden, the human sorcerer. Hi, I'm Amanda, and I play the bardic dwarf Galena. Hello, my name is Eric, and I play Sten, the half-orc barbarian. My name is Winter, and I play the elf druid Sariel. Last time on Sometimes Heroes... You guys tooled around with some gross spider eggs and rolled into a town. In general, buying some rations and snacks. And then you got pickpocketed by a angsty teen who proceeded to frustrate Gij and <laughs> drop confusing information on the party, apparently. Then you guys went to pray because when confusing information is dropped, that's just what you got to do. I believe... Eric, were you going to say something? Oh, I was just going to agree. That is exactly the right course of action. <laughs> okay. I thought she was nice, the girl. I thought she was nice too. Well, she stole <laughs> from us and confused the hell out of me. I just, kids annoy me, okay? I ain't got time for it. I believe when we last ended up, somebody had critical faith and somebody was harassed by a priest. And. Oh, was that me? No, I was harassed by a priest. Oh, yeah. I, I was harassing them with my music. Right. You got moody and left. Bringing in your newfangled music into our house of worship. Uh, I guess, yes, multiple people were harassed by the priest. You're right, too. And in fact, a third person was harassed by the priesthood. Who was it who prayed besides Sariel? Both myself and Eden prayed to Palor for guidance. Oh, right. Eden and Gij both prayed for guidance to ask which way to go. And helpful God that Palor is, he pointed to the door, and right there was a gangly young man uh, with a big backpack covered in pots and scrolls, holding a map and some arcane device. He was quickly shooed out, the priesthood telling him to not come in here again. And I believe we're going to start with Galena outside. Where did you go, Galena? Is there anything interesting around? You are in the middle of a massive square full of trade carts and the like. There are just crowds upon crowds out there. It's not so full that you can't just walk straight across without running into someone, but there's quite a few people. Nice fountain, nice inn, various shops around the edge. You are at the face of a ridiculously ornate temple. Okay, if there is somewhere I, like, an empty area of a place I can stand, I might just actually just play my loop and... Galena starts busking, roll performance. Galena rolls a 13 performance, which is unfortunate for her. It's unfortunate for Galena, but for a street performer, you're still pretty good. <laughs> cool. And as you are playing, and some people walk by tossing coppers into your at your feet, unless you put a receptacle for them. Uh, sure, I put down a small cup or something. A couple of coppers clang into your small cup. As you see the door to the temple open again, as a gangly young man is shooed out of the large doors by a cleric. The young man protests. It's very important. I have to do this. I have permission. The cleric responds. Your permission does not extend to hollowed ground. Good day, sir. And shoves him out. The man, as he's being shoved out, pots clang against the door, making this especially noticeable. He starts to walk by you, seemingly in the motion to put away his arcane device, which you can see is a wooden handle with four wires coming out of it. All the wires are wrapped around a glass ball. Right as he is putting it away, it squawks 
as it's facing you, and he turns, shoves it away, and looks at you curiously from across the way. Before heading over, he comments, That song, it's very pleasant. He pulls out a stack of four coppers and drops them very delicately in your cup. Mind if I sit for a moment? Um, I don't mind. What was that instrument that you had? I've never seen anything like that before. I'm like fairly certain that she is fully aware that that wasn't an instrument, but she's just playing playing dumb for this. <laughs> oh, um, you don't even have to try bluffing for that. He's bad at this. He pulls it out again and waves it around at people. And every time it passes you, it goes, wah, wah. and he says, it's not really much of an instrument. It only really makes one sound. Oh, why? What is causing the noise? Uh, uh, that, that's what I wanted to ask you about. I was wondering, have you had any interesting dreams lately? Uh, have I? <laughs> James? <laughs> yes. I'm saying this as a game master. What's going on? <laughs> oh, no. Have, have I had any interesting dreams or what? Do I just... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you can decide if you've had any extra interesting dreams, but I will inform you that, you know, just a couple days ago, you had a, like, trippy went into somebody else's dream dream. Right. Uh, okay. So I, what I say to him is, I don't see how that's any of your business. And then she sort of looks a little flustered, I guess, because she suddenly got a little snappy. And then she says, why? Why do you ask? Oh, you're you're quite right. It's 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 certainly not my business. And if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. Uh, I understand that people have pressures put on them of life, and sometimes you want escapism. I understand, but uh, I just want you to know it's really dangerous. Never never mind. I'm being pushy, and he stands up wait, and starts hold to on. leave. No, hold on. Galena says, "Wait, hold on, no." And um, then she uh, does he turn back around? Okay, she says, what, what are you talking about? Um, I haven't been taking anything, if that's what you mean. Oh, I, hmm. could you describe your dream, then, if you haven't been taking anything? Maybe I'm, maybe my instrument is broken. She says, well, and then she remembers that actually, yes, she did take something, but it wasn't what she thinks he's talking about, which is the, the drug epidemic in this area. She said, um, it was um, medication, actually. I'm I have a hand in healing. And if you are looking for people who are having issues with this substance, I am interested in investigating this as well. Oh, really? I, hmm, I, I didn't think musicians made good investigators, but I, I imagine he looks around really suspiciously for a second and he's like, do, do you work for the Black Gauntlet? I don't even know who that is. Wait, do I? I'm going to, what do I roll for that? Uh, History. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Go on and roll to seven in history. <laughs> oh, forget I said anything. Uh, anyway, it would be wonderful to, to have help. I've been... Well, let me explain. Do you like tea? Um, yeah. Tea's fine. He pulls off his backpack and thuds it next to you. You're pretty sure you can feel the stone you were sitting on shake a little bit as he pulls a bent and dented kettle off of the backpack and sets it down on the ground, pulling out a water skin and pouring water in and says, what kind of tea would you like? Um, I'll have uh, whatever is the strongest you have. He leans over to the pot and says, the strongest tea you have, and then sits back up. You can hear the water start to bubble inside. Galena looks, is trying not to look impressed. He clearly does like a look at you, look at the 
Kettle real quick to make sure you noticed and then starts talking. So I don't know if you've heard of them, but I'm an initiate of the Celestial Tower. He waits for you to look impressed. I'm going to roll history. (laughs) I rolled a 16. Do I know who the Celestial Tower is? You do. This organization is the most prominent and respected group of wizards in the western half of the continent. Their numbers are less than 300-ish. It's a very difficult organization to get into. But once you are, you have a pretty high income and esteem. And this guy looks pretty poor as his clothes are a little ragged. Okay. Uh, Galena has a moment of uh, like a flash of uh, that's pretty cool across her face. But then she sort of says, you must be new. Uh, Yes, initiate. Um, I have not quite acquired the of the third order title, you know. Anyway, they sent me out on this mission, actually, and this is where I will earn my stripes, so to speak. This uh, this whole city is on the brink of falling into another world, so we need to find out why. Falling into another world? Like, as in, it's going to be taken over by people who are peddling this, this substance? Or uh, something a little bit more literal than that? Both, actually. It, hmm. uh, I am assuming you've taken this stu- substance before. It's called Devil's Dream. I'm, uh, have I? Do, should I roll medicine for that? No, you recognize that as one of the names of the mushroom you took. Oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't for recreation, though. Oh, I believe you. He looks like he doesn't believe you. <laughs> she just kind of squints <laughs> at him, like, believe me. <laughs> okay. He says, the spheres, the five worlds, life, death, gods, and the elements are separated by a weave, but they're all always here at various depths. And right now, the one that separates us from the Feywild is becoming rather frayed. And I believe my working theory is that the wide usage of Devil's Dream, which allows someone's spirit to drift into the Feywild. Each time someone does this, it is like a cat kneading on a blanket. Tears insignificant by themselves, but over time causing the weave to become threadbare. Ah, okay. Um... Have you heard of anything like um, coming through right now uh, through this, uh, what you call weave? Also, she's going to add, I think I have a friend that you should meet. Oh, at this point, he pours more water into the pot. And from inside, you can hear a hissing that is certainly not water boiling. As he says, well, we must make them another cup. Lead on. I, I think she's still in the temple. She says, remembering that he's, he got kicked out. Oh, hmm. That's disappointing. Well, she, she, I'm sure she'll come out shortly. Yeah, uh, she has a little bit of experience with the Feywild, what I can tell, what I've Ooh, learned. an expert. Excellent. I am actually not particularly well-versed in the Feywild myself. And as you guys are talking, we'll cut to those folks inside the temple. Sten has just had his uh, annoying old friend to leave. Sariel is hanging out with him. And Eden and Gij are still at the front pew under the stern visage of Pelor, having just received notice that someone at that door might be intriguing or useful. Gij, did you see that? Yep. Did you see the way that the light kind of changed a bit when that guy uh, entered the temple? Okay, that means we either have to befriend him or kill him. Um, As hopeless as he looked... He probably just needs help. I'm joking. Are you? Yeah, I, I, 
Oh, come on. I know you're joking. I know you're joking. You guys look over. There's like a young page who just looks horrified. Oh, he heard us? He shakes his head vigorously. I didn't hear nothing. (laughs) Okay, good. Well, if you want, you can chase after him. I kind of feel like I really want to pray to Bahamut. Wait, really? Why? Because I like Bahamut. Look, I'm just covering my bases here. Okay, well, go ahead then. Winter, Eric? Um, I suppose I'll just go uh, meet up with Gij and uh, Eden. I'm mostly just demoralized from my previous encounter and don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, we'll just go meet up with the other two. Okay, you guys caught the end of that conversation and are relatively caught up. Eden feels like they should follow somebody. Gij wants to continue praying. I'm going to go ahead and head towards wherever that guy was going, which unfortunately for him was out the door. Stan does not want to spend that much more time here, if possible, so he's going to go with Eden. Same. Okay, Gish, you're all by your lonesome. Right on, mm-hmm. great. So Gish will find the statue of Bahamut. There is a stone statue with a shield in front of it. Atop the shield is a relief of a dragon. Yeah. See, that's how I know I'm at the right god. It's a shield. So Gish will like, scratch his chin trying to remember how the heck to pray to Bahamut. And he thinks like with Bahamut, you have to be really open about things. So he'll start speaking loudly, but not loud enough that it gets everyone's attention. And be like, Bahamut, guide my shield and sword so that I can help bring peace to this troubled land. And he's, and in his, he's like, I think that was vague enough that it won't arouse suspicion, but still pretty clear. Like, I'm trying to help with this war situation. Okay. I rolled a religion. I rolled a three. I was too vague. I was just too vague. <laughs> You were a little too loud. Your voice echoes throughout the cloisters. Several priests and pages look over. You see the one that overheard Eden whispering to a priest over there who looks disapprovingly at you. But other than that, you don't feel anything in particular. At which point I will then puff up my chest as if I'm doing some sacred Bahamut work and march out the temple because I know they're trying to throw shit on me with their stairs. Mm -hmm. Blindfold paladin. Walking out of here right now. That's all they see. You will meet up with them in a moment. Mm -hmm. The rest of you get outside. A short distance away on a small raised stone portion that appears to be just a sitting area. Galena and the young man you saw are both sitting there. He has a kettle sitting next to him on the stone. The bottom of it looks red hot. Is there food in it? You can't tell from this distance, but they're both looking at you. Well, I'm, I'm definitely not one to shy away from potential food, so Sten's going to approach that and sniff. I mean, not sniff, like, directly on the kettle, but in the general vicinity. As you do this, you smell just the most abrasive herbal burning in your nose. It's like putting your nose on an incense stick and breathing in real deep. Yeah, yeah that's not my, not my thing. <laughs> hippies, man, hippies. The rest of you? How did you approach as Sten boldly went up and shoved his face near the steam outlet. Like, not that close. Near, not not on. You know, close (laughs) enough to smell. (laughs) Wait, are he and Glenna still having a discussion? They appear to stop having the discussion and look as you guys step out of the temple. But you're not very far away from them. Well, I'll just casually approach and ask, hey, uh, what's what's going on here? Are we we making lunch? Um, Actually, we're having tea, if you would like to join us. I was hoping to introduce Sariel to this, uh, I'm sorry, what was your name? She says to the guy. Oh my goodness. My manners are completely gone. I'm so sorry. My name is Connor, Connor Fairweather. 
he holds his hand out to anyone who will shake it. Does anybody shake? I'm I'll just shake kidding. it. Okay. It's a little sweaty. Ugh. I'll <laughs> wipe it. I'll try to inconspicuously wipe it on my pants or shirt, whatever I can reach. After you do that, he furiously wipes his hands on his patched trousers. Oh. I, I, I only heard there was one friend. I didn't I don't have enough cups for all of you, um, but I can certainly make more. Oh, it's okay. I'm yeah. not really much of a tea drinker. I'll let everyone else have their fill. I'm good. No, thanks. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a little strong, isn't it? Pokey knows what he's making. Anyway, uh, he rubs his hands together. Who's the Feywild? He locks eyes with Sariel. I saw you earlier. I knew it. I knew it. He leans real close. You're from the Low Vale, aren't you? Sariel just kind of arches an eyebrow. Galena, what kind of friends have you been making? Uh, people who are looking for people who do drugs. <laughs> Wait, you're going to have to expand on this a bit. Well, I have additional answer. questions. Um, he has a device that can tell when we've had, well, it was called the Devil's Dream, right? It doesn't specifically detect that, but it would detect that as well. He pulls it out and it squawks at all of you. He's ah, you have interesting friends. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, so he's looking for people who are using, Galena sort of lowers her voice so, like, passersby don't hear the, what we heard about the drugs that the people were using here. He wants to stop this from happening for his, uh, to basically graduate wizard school. Oh, is this kind of like your your final senior project, your thesis? Uh, exactly. That's quite apt. I've finished the theoretical thesis, and now I need to do the practical. And So, sorry, go on. Oh, no, this city is simply my assignment. Okay, so what would be the ultimate goal? If you've got something that can detect when people have been using it, let's say you find somebody who's been using it, what then? What do you do? Well, it only detects residual energy when it's pointed at somebody who has used it. But the more important thing is I can detect where they used it, because that is where the actual fraying happens. And I'm hoping to discover a pattern. He throws out a giant map on the ground in front of you that starts to blow away in the wind before he manages to like jump on it. I'll it try is... and help grab it and spread it out for him. Is it big? <laughs> it's probably like four feet by four feet. So yes, it's big. It's very big. It is a map of the city. There are numerous tiny little red X's all over it. Glenna, you made it clear that we just did those drugs for justice, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, okay. You should understand that at this point. She... Uh, shoots a glare at Connor. He looks and nods slightly. Gish, you probably emerge from the temple at this point and can join them. Okay, then I'll see the group standing over there and just walk toward them and smile a little bit. Cause I'm like, oh, good. They found the guy that Palor was pointing us to. After he spreads out the map, the kettle starts whistling and he pulls out three cups and pours a little bit into them. It smells just super strong insanely or aromatic like whatever you might drink would just taste like wormwood really bitter uh he holds them out in galena's direction and in uh sariel's direction specifically galena just sips at it like it's not a big deal ain't no thing roll a con save who else is drinking <laughs> not sten <laughs> sariel will sniff it galena rolls a 15 for constitution it's just highly, highly caffeinated, as well as aromatic. Yes. You get a little bit of a buzz off of it, but that's about it. That's more than I usually get off some strong tea. That's pretty good. Oh, you made a good choice. And your name? 
Oh yeah, uh, I'm Galena. You met Eden, and this is Sariel, and that's Sten. She points. And um, where's Gage? No, he's he's with the group. He was like about to say something, and then makes this face of dread when she introduces him by name. And then like he has moments like, wait, did I want to give my name? Am I supposed to be doing that? But it just like quickly dissolves and he just continues to act normal. With uh, and any amount of base awareness that Galena has, she's pretty much deemed this guy to be pretty uh, harmless. He does seem fairly harmless. Definitely not threatening. I'm not getting any weird vibes. Well, define weird. When I say weird, I mean I'm not getting any um, vibes. I- I'm not getting any he's going to kill us vibes. <laughs> His hands were sweaty. There's that. I don't know if that necessarily means anything ominous. I think he's just very excitable. Yes. We're having this mental conversation right now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So did you need help, Connor? He was just telling us about this uh, very interesting project that he's doing. And then kind of makes a face slash gesture with her head as if to say to Gij, like, hey, you may really want to listen to this. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's very important, but if I I shouldn't be sharing this with so many people, but I guess it's too late now. Uh, so anyway, this city, please keep keep this under your hat. But have you seen how big my hat is? I can fit a lot under my hat. I see your hat. It's a nice hat. I like it. It was a good one. I liked it. This whole city may fall into sort of synchronicity He's... with the Feywild yeah. if we don't stop whatever distribution is going on right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. People are so hooked on these drugs that it's actually going to do something to the entire city? She was going to interrupt him because he seemed like he was taking too long to talk. (laughs) um, (laughs) That's fair. Basically, long story short, people doing drugs, people giving drugs want chaos and control and for the city to fall into the Feywild or something. So I thought that this sounds like a job for us. And I also thought that Sariel might help him understand the Feywild if she so desires to get involved. That is actually something I wanted to ask, because our good friend Galena here brought up a good point. Is anything coming back with these people who go in? And so far, I've realized that some of the people I've discovered have become Fey touched I brought a cookie back, I think. <laughs> You brought the cookie in in the first place. So. Well, I brought it so back, though. <laughs> it survived the trip. Yeah, it counts. The true culprit. <laughs> Galena looks at uh, Sariel, wondering if the, the dusky death had anything to do with that. Or the spider things. Sariel kind of has a, an expression of uncomfortable realization as uh, things sort of fall into place as to what might have happened. With uh, so many people going into the Feywild that it's possible that that's why things were slipping loose into this world. But she doesn't really come out. Yeah, don't do drugs. You unleash Eldritch Horrors. Just so you know, Sariel, the abominations that are the Ashbound, like the original Big Five Ashbound, were in this world to begin with, trapped in ash. Ah. Sariel doesn't openly elaborate, just kind of kind of makes a mental note. At, um, at Sariel's sort of uh, a subtle reaction and and limited response, Galena looks back at Connor and it's just like, she does that. Hmm. A lot of my professors do that too. It's really annoying. Is uh, it an elf thing? Well, one of them is, but I don't think it's an elf always thing. I try not to generalize. 
I've only really known half half elves before before Zariel. He peeks up his hat and shows you a slightly tipped ear. Well, now you know one more. Half elf. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So, say we're able to reduce people or stop people from using this stuff. Would that fix your weave problem? Well, eventually it would naturally reassume its natural structure. But the problem is, is Devil's Dream is very difficult to find. It should be monstrously expensive. Uh, thousands of gold each, and people are buying it on the street for five silver. I mean, I, I tried to buy some just to do tests on it, and they, they ran me off because they said I was too much of a square and that I must be undercover constabulary? Yeah, I know how this works. You get them hooked with it cheap, right? And then once they're hooked, you can, you can charge a, a ton. So that's, I think that's what's going on here. It's like paying for internet. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having that experience <laughs> <Yes>. right now. <laughs> um, or like drugs, but yes. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, sim- similar. Um, anyway, so when Galena is listening to him, she's starting to come to the realization that if they're going to need someone who doesn't look like they are square that uh, and who's good at acting, maybe she could help. Gish will comment to Eden, how far away do you think that old beggar got? You mean the one with the crazy wooden eyes? That you and Sten gave a bunch of gold to? Yeah. We didn't give him a bunch of gold. I only gave him one piece. Clearly, he was asking for dreams to eat. Oh! Ah. Oh! Oh, my. Um, well done. Well, I mean, he couldn't have gotten but so far. Wooden eyes, you say? Hey, how much yeah. does two gold buy you? Enough for himself and several of his compatriots, I'm sure. For like one night of eating dreams or like a whole bunch of nights of eating dreams? Probably a week or a month. Sorry, our bad. I wouldn't worry about it, but if we can find him, if he has wooden eyes, were they just normal replacements? No, well, I'm pretty sure they were magic. Could he see through them? Doubtful. Uh, unless they were somehow enchanted. I don't see how he could have seen through wooden eyes. I mean, he well, was looking at us, though. Yeah, when I spoke to him, his eyes were moving. And then he like looked down the cup and saw that you guys had actually given him gold. I don't think he'd realized it was gold. Good point. He did notice. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because he left immediately knowing that yeah, it was gold. They were magic So he knew it was eyes. gold. Yeah, he, he could tell us. Uh, well, I can assert that this man is probably not well-funded enough to buy Celestial Wizard-grade replacement eyes, but he's probably Fae-touched. He probably made a deal with a Fae, a greater Fae or lesser, and for eyes that would see properly. Um, I'd like to just make a side note here that our episode name is definitely Celestial Wizard-grade eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone have ideas how to find him? How big is the city? The city is... It's slightly (laughs) smaller than Obelik, right? And Obelik is very big. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's way, way bigger than I realized. We could we could um, pray to Paylor. <laughs> I think you've phoned in your uh, celestial help for the day. He's like the Google of the fantasy world. Indeed. As you are pondering how you might catch this beggar, Connor points down at the map and says, Oh, the map, right. Um, so, as you can see by looking at this, it is a relatively functional map of the city, clearly drawn by him not a cartographer. There are a ton of red X's throughout the map, sort of scattershot, but there are two specific places where there are none, no X's. I'm going to ask him, what what do these mean? What, uh, what do the red X's mean? The red X's are places that I've found legitimate tears. With this, 
he pulls out the device with wires holding a glass ball. What exactly happens at a tear? Is it like dangerous right now or? Well, right now they're so small that I don't believe they could cause any trouble. This lasiroscope is very fine-tuned. It can even detect the residual energy off of you guys, even though he waves it again. Couldn't have been more than four days ago that you did this, or the energy would have faded. He's good. But these locations, there's energy bleeding through which this detects, where it shouldn't be. So when we say a tear, we're talking essentially a, a tear in space, more or less. A tear connecting one one world to another, so to speak? Indeed, but it's difficult because while it's in space, it's really, this world is not another place, it overlaps ours. Right. There is a mirror that is reflecting four different ways from our world. I saw this show. (laughs) In one, the elements reside, and in one, life resides, and one, death resides, and in one, the gods reside. James, you said on the map there was two places where there weren't X's. Do mm-hmm. I know from looking at the map what those places are? Uh, yes, you do. Well, you know one of them for sure. Is one of them the temple? One of them is the temple. Oh, I see. I see so your plan the here. One. The second one is on the east of town somewhere. Then Giz will ask Connor, what's, what's that location? And he points to the one that's in the east of town. It's a large block. It's got a very, very fancy hotel, specifically catering to the Avzal. It's got a couple of warehouses. It's got a gambling resort deneville repute they haven't let me near it really and i've walked up and down the streets nearby and haven't found anything okay you had me at obzol uh puts his hands over his blindfolded face and starts rubbing it like trying to think uh well okay so your thing can detect people who used it or have used it? I mean, you detect it from us. We could walk him to where we saw the beggar, see if he picks up anything. I can't exactly trace anyone with it. Hmm. <laughs> okay, because I feel like this in places where there's no excess thing is a pretty big clue, right? Because whoever distributing this stuff knows it's dangerous. They're not going to want it around them. Agreed. So, I mean, I can knock down doors pretty well. Anyone else got anything going on? We can just go. I could probably talk my way close enough to get information from the dealers. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put this out here because I know you guys saw me talking to that guy and saw that it wasn't a pleasant conversation. I would really, really love to take that church down a notch. Why? I'll discuss it later when there's more time. Gij will ask Sten, the the beggar. His eyes seem to be really well crafted out of wood, and this this group, this this Anvil Sunbrand, these people you know, seem to also be craftsmen. And there's only two locations where the drugs have not been used. How likely is it that they're tied up in that? Um, were the eyes, James, were they like, I mean, obviously, if they can see, that's pretty sweet. But I mean, in terms of like craftsmanship, were they like impressive or just wooden spheres? They were really impressive. They yeah. were ridiculously inter. inter- this word Then again. yes. Then yes. <laughs> Indeed. I know you- some people who would be good at that. The main problem is, given enough time, you might be able to recreate the immaculate conception of eyes. But you probably couldn't make somebody see through them. Well, right. No, no. I wasn't asking about that. As far as I know, nobody in that church can make eyes that actually see. But yes, they specialize in making... James, is that actually true? Like, did the church specialize in, like, sort of, like, small decorative stuff? Or is it more about structures? Yeah. I mean, 
They're all about structures. Yeah, technically to be transferable skill there. Um, so I guess, yeah, disregard that. There are definitely people that have craftsmanship skills, carpentry skills, but typically they didn't do small, intricate work like that. But then again, this look, place looks a lot more decorated than I've normally seen these churches, so they may have changed. It's possible. But certainly, none of this magical seeing stuff ever happened. Okay, well, we can help Connor, or we can go check in with... He stops short of saying Sasan's name, and he says, our friend's dad, who's across town. James, do we have to know if that place she said is in the same place that's east of town? That's blank on the map. Lo, it is. It's the same place. I guess we're going to go there. Aw, but I want to bring down those bastards. <laughs> ah, they're probably connected. We'll get to them. Do Eden, Galena, or sorry, I'll have anything to say about this. Yeah, I, I'm thinking, like, I just kind of want to find out who is uh, dealing these drugs. And Galena's pretty convinced that she can infiltrate, get to the bottom of it. Awesome. That's definitely something Galena could try to do. It really depends. Are you guys planning to go over there and kick down a door and kill people? Or are you going to, like, Whoa, split yeah. up and get information? Because it sounds like <laughs> the way no, you let... guys were discussing it, it was like, let's go in and get this done. Yeah, let's uh, no. yeah, let's let's not murder hobo anyone. But as for the possibility of going to talk to Sasan's family, would they not be in on this whole? I'd have to say this somehow so that Connor can't hear. So I don't know who would be within earshot. You guys, as a group, do a huddle facing away from Connor. But would they not supposedly be in on this supposed plot? that Sasan was telling us about? It's, I would say it's possible, but if it is a swanky joint and, you know, they come from money, or, you know, they're people of high repute, they're probably going to stay there anyway. Good point. Yeah. So probably better not to assume something, but if they've got magic, they're probably bad guys because that's how I like to see the world. Mm, that's, uh, that's healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not everyone. I mean, obviously you're not a bad guy, even though you joke about killing people. That was one time. <laughs> I think it's happened more than one time. <laughs> are there I guess so I guess we're we're going to roll up in there and Hold try up. and we're still waiting on Sariel oh, I'm sorry also it sounds like Glenn is going somewhere else I mean I, I could go alone it'd be nice to have someone to try to infiltrate with me but maybe I'd be better off doing this on my own I don't know if Galena should be doing this on her own want any one person to go alone wait sorry where is Glenna infiltrating the drug ring it sounded like, to me like she was going to find a dealer. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I want to investigate this and try to get in on the uh, the inside. I mean, I am a half-orc. I probably would look believable as a, uh, a client. As a drug addict? As a drug, yeah. I was trying to be <laughs> circumspect, <laughs> but thanks. Thanks, yes. Um, so perhaps I should go with her. Gijual muttered, sorry, what are you thinking? Oh God, I think that up. our young friend mentioned that her sister had plans, but never specified what those plans were. So maybe we should go take a visit to her dad. Okay, so our, does this mean we're splitting up? Me, Gij, and Sariel versus Galena and Sten? Sariel kind of glances over at Galena and Sten. Like, it would probably be better for us to get a little bit more information before we try to find a dealer. And I'd rather go with you. So you have some uh, backup. Yeah, it's usually better not to split our numbers. We're stronger as a group. And 
I'm not bad at infiltrating criminal groups. I've kind of spent the last several years doing that. So, you know, send that out there. Man, I grew up in a criminal group, apparently. So. Oh, yeah? Well, I founded a criminal group. Really? Not accurate. So you're saying it's Oh, that's correct. true, actually. Maybe she did. I guess we do count. Oh, man. It sort of sounded for a second there like it was a competition to see who had spent the most time dealing with criminal groups. So I thought I'd yeah. jump in. Galena doesn't say anything. Keish insists, so I was right. Magic is evil. Keish! That's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Okay, so we can both joke. Wow, you yes. learned to joke. This is amazing. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great spell. I'm so proud I'm, of you. I'm going to turn evil soon. We told the Probably. hat joke earlier. That was right. a good one. Oh, yeah, that was, that was classic. So I guess... How about we just head? In, I mean, if anyone disagrees, just go ahead and say, what if we head in that direction? If Glenna sees someone shady that she thinks might be able to get some more information, she could just chat them up. And I'm kind of curious if we can hit one of the tears and I point to like any old X on Connor's map. I'd like to take a, a peek at it, see what that looks like to me. So, Connor, it looks like you've got yourself a whole team of investigators here that you didn't even mean to pick up. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> Galena, Galena slaps him on the back in a friendly way. I'm staying at the Migrant Songbird. I'm probably going to, you know, like get get some dinner. You guys can go do your thing. You don't oh, seem all that committed to this cause, don't, Connor. Don't you want to get an A on your thesis? Oh, I, I do. I just would rather not go where you're going. What will we get if you win your thesis? Galena says confused about what what a thesis is uh i don't think you get anything <laughs> why not we're helping you besides what, my uh respect and um thanks what else you got <laughs> money we're just we're just shaking this poor kid down he pulls out one of his pockets and a little like moth flies away <laughs> no no that's no <laughs> Galetta, like quickly he's just like no 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 it's fine <laughs> he does uh throw up his hand and make like little sparks that turn into butterflies that fly away. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. For a moment, Keish feels inclined to like inquire about that magic kettle. See if he can get that off of him for the work. He's like, nah. And he's, so instead he's like, well, how about that, um, that doohickey? I mean, we're not going to keep it, but it'll probably help us if you lend it to us. The, the stereoscope? Yeah, that. Uh, do you know how to use it? No. Which one is why it would be better for you to come with us. Do you not want to go see a nice Absol family? I, you know, I'm from the West, one of Hadrian's people. You know, I, very clearly, and he points down at himself, and uh, I, I hear they don't get along very well with, you know, us. We'll buy you dinner. His uh, stomach does a anime grumble, <laughs> and he gets a sweat drop. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a persuade. All right. Eden rolled a 16 in persuasion. He looks uncomfortable, but he says, uh, okay. Geesh quickly steps over to Eden, puts a hand on her shoulder. So he's facing away from Connor and mutters out of the corner of his mouth. Maybe we shouldn't bring this kid along. I mean, we were lucky that, you know, we were able to bring back Bogart. I'd feel really bad if this kid, you know. Oh, come on. We're not facing any Edder caps this Demigods? time. Demigods? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll be fine. Look, I'm not good with teenagers, and we're going to face a demigod that I think is even younger. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know if I can stab that to death. You are worrying over nothing. 
Also, you guys have been in like a huddle facing away from him the whole time to you keep your left. conversation separate. <laughs> I don't want to drag this poor kid along. I mean, we can take notes from his notes if we need to, but I want to drag him along. Yeah, I mean, I want to drag him along. I do want to point out, Stan wants to point out that we used to have Bogart with us and we don't have him now. And so we could definitely use someone to die in our place in the case. No, of no, somebody no, no, else. no, 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 jeez. That's well, not, I mean, that's not, the, pra- that's not the goal. Well, no, I'm not saying he should. We want him to die. I'm just saying if someone has to die, it should be him. I like him better than Bogart already. Same. You guys look up and Connor is walking away very quickly. Whoa, 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 stop. <laughs> hey. Never oh. committed to that thesis, Connor. No, I'm fine. I, I can handle it. From so, what I hear about colleges is you don't sleep or eat until you're done with learning. You know what? How about this? How about this? Let's let him sleep on it. I'm going to take a quick look at his map, see if there's a spot we can check on the way to whatever that place was where Sasan's dad is. Wait, did he leave his map behind? <laughs> Please say we still have his map. No, but no, I mean, he I was just... holding it up and... Ah! What were you looking for specifically? Uh, if there was a tear, uh, a so-called tear that he said in the weave. Where on the map were you looking? Just anywhere on the way to the uh, location where Sasan's dad is. According to his map, there's one like 30 feet away from you to the right. They're everywhere. Then I'll just check that one. It's a business that sells wine. A little cart. Hey, can I can I bring out Googe and see if he's reacting to anything? Maybe he's like a dowsing Googe. <laughs> this is science. It is science. So you use Gouge's memory. Meanwhile, Connor is getting away. Galena wants to grab the back of his shirt and pull him back. Uh, okay, let's do the Googe thing real quick. So Gij and Sten walk over to where they saw the X, mm-hmm. where there is a wineskin merchant who looks up expectantly and happy at you until he sees you holding a stoppered vial of spider. So what can I get for you guys? Big man needs a big wineskin. Oh, just looking around. I mean, I'm I'm kind of brushing him off. I'm I'm just looking at Gouge and seeing if anything's happening. He eventually stops hawking at you and mutters as he walks around damn window shoppers hmm. so you are waving gouge around i mean just yeah just not like wildly just seeing if he's acting up at all when you get gouge into this area he appears to jump as you pass over a certain point oh does he do it again if i go back less so but still is gouge a tear detector we have a tear detector I have no idea what utility this provides, but it's cool that Gooch did something. It means we don't have to go run Connor down. That's true, just, but it would just, be fun. You've just been trying to rationalize that you're carrying that spider around. I thought we were in this together. We are, we are, and in a moment I'm going to take a look at it. All right, as Gij and Stan are very excited about their discovery, Galena, you catch up to Connor and grab the back of him. Let go of me! Ah, you guys are crazy. You can't you just, like, walk into a mafia family location and try to rough them up do you want to stop the drug problem or not we don't want to rough them up yet i just want to get in and figure things out yeah i guess honestly i am starting to feel a little bad i think that honestly if he really cares about his thesis that he would come with us but i also don't want him to think that we are insane crazed serial murderers who are going to get him killed so we're not serial murderers yeah, to be fair that that isn't far off so <laughs> i mean we probably like let's be honest there's a good chance we'll get him killed Stan, be quiet he turns back to you and says look the avs all like a lot of trade barons stay there 
and I heard, I heard, there's a daughter of Aramain there, and that means the security is way tight. I can't even get close to that place without the guards turning me away. Maybe I can fix that. Maybe I can try to uh, get, disguise you. Mm. Rough appearance aside, we can be pretty diplomatic when we need to be. Exactly. You should see some of the performances that Galena and Sten put on. True. Oh, that sounds nice. Sorry, I'll roll a persuade. Sariel critically fails her persuade uh, no! with a two. Oh no! I want you to describe that for me. How do you terrify <laughs> this poor boy? Sariel confidently begins to describe how how Sten once talked his way out of uh, being convicted guilty after we got a king killed. <laughs> Very yes. well done. Oh, good. He looks distraught. And you see his hands come up. He makes a bunch of signs in front of him and makes an echoey voice. He turns into three of himself, which scatter. Whoa, what? And he says, I'm sorry. I just, I don't think this is going to work out. Okay, we know where he's staying, though, so we can find him later if we need to. Oh my gosh, he's going to think we're stalking him, which we kind of are. Whatever, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, yeah, I don't think he's coming back. (laughs) So... Sten and Geesh. All right, Sten, put the spider away. Fine. All right, pick me up. Ah, this old routine. Yes. Well, I yeah, will heartily embrace Geesh. It's better oh, than boy. me knocking over all the wine, and then we have to pay uh, for it. Very fair. I will. I will. I will grab you in a strong, Both. secure, yet warm-hearted embrace. Both the v- the uh, vendor and various people in the crowd look at you questioningly. Don't even care. Yeah. Don't look. People do what they need to do. Uh, Gish will, will push his, his blindfold up and take a look-see. Roll to five. It's going to get more awkward. Gish, you are surrounded by people who are trying to kill you. You have a noose around your neck. Oh, jeez. They advance. You're being restrained. The executioner has his arms wrapped around you to prevent you from escaping. Oh, this is terrible. It's terrible. I'm thrashing about like a madman. What is he doing that IRL? That IRL in-game IRL? Like the thrashing? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I want to roll medicine to see if I can do anything to help with that real quick. Oh, by the way, Sten, roll strength check versus... Yeah, I figured this was coming. Uh, oops, I critically failed on medicine. Jesus Guess Christ. who's getting kicked? Um, Sten? <laughs> okay, I'm rolling a strength. Do I need to roll something? Yeah, mm-hmm. thank heaven. Strength two. Okay, let's see. If, hopefully I can do not very well on the strength check. Okay, I rolled a uh, 16 in strength. Uh, I rolled a 21 in strength. Gij struggles valiantly against Sten, but does not manage to get out. As Galena critically fails to understand what is going on with Gij, you're pretty sure there's a pressure point you could hit that would fix everything. You read about it in a book once, probably right there, and Gij make an unarmed attack on Galena. Oh no, okay. I like how there's this running theme of Galena accidentally being hit in the face. Well, last time it was Sariel. Oh, Oh, right. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, Lina, it was Galena. The horse. The horse. Yeah, the horse. Horse. yeah, the horse. Okay, do you want me to roll that then? Yep. 1d4 plus 3. I rolled a 6. Galena, you get a gige boot to the face. The crowd around you is in a hubbub and guards are running in your direction. Ow, that hurt. You hear one of them yell, Good man, Orc! Hold on to him! Yeah, Orc. I'm, I'm holding. I'm holding. Just leave <laughs> us alone, old man. We got this. Are you sure this is a private dispute yes yes th- th- this is just uh just between just between us we're we're, we're good 
no need to enter uh, to enter the fray here. The grizzled sergeant leans down to Galena and offers you a hand. What about you, miss? Are you sure you don't want me to take him to the stocks? No, no, I, I'm uh, I'm his doctor. It's, this just happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. He nods, looking at you guys. Maybe you should keep him out of the square. There's too many people around here for a man of dull wit. At this point, uh, Gij, you stop struggling as the world reasserts itself. Ooh, okay. You kicked her in the face, man. Uh, this, is, this is why I ask you to pick me up. So smallish people <laughs> don't bring their faces near my feet. I'm sorry you got kicked in the face again. Golan is just kind of rubbing her 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 face, um, maybe applying something to her nose, like a salve or something for bruising. Yeah, yeah, this, this I guess it just comes with the, the job. It builds character, really strengthens the nose. I guess that's one way to look at it. So once Sten sets me down, I'll I'll ask the, the merchant what's his what's his cheapest wine. <laughs> he looks over at you and puts one finger up and says silver. Um, I give him three silver. I'm like, give me whatever that would give me. He gives you a wine skin. It's on the smallish side. Does it contain wine? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Gij gives it to Kalen and be like, here, sorry. Oh, thank you. That was the least genuine <laughs> offer I've ever had. It's like, I want the cheapest beer for the person I just kicked, please. Well, <laughs> having known Gij for what is it now, like five days, um, Kalena, Kalena assumes that this is this is a good gesture from him. Like she He's imagines on that, it. that he, he doesn't think to uh, like on a date, he doesn't think to offer to pay. And if he does, he <laughs> automatically <laughs> orders the cheapest thing for her. <laughs> when Gij isn't looking, Galena pours some, uh, something in, in the wine skin from a vial in her pocket. The thing that she uses to pour is, looks like the thing that she tried to dose Bogart's ale with. Mm. So, you guys have drawn a crowd. Everyone's eyes are upon you as the market has stopped, murmuring about the madman with the blindfold. Uh, if Unless somebody else does something, uh, Galen is going to pull out her loot and start playing. And he's just going to try and step his way out of the crowd. Yeah, I would just say we disperse. You can loot away. She might be slowly backing away while she's playing. Okay, so roll a performance as your party beats a hasty retreat, assuming that yes, Sariel and Eden join him. Yeah, let's get out of here. Galena rolls on 19 performance. You play everybody off stage. It's good times. So what is you guys up to? We're going to go confront some drug dealers. Right, guys? Maybe? Is that the plan? Going to ask some questions. All right. So that's a good place to start. We will ask questions. Uh, as, as all of this has been going down in the back of Sariel's mind, she's been trying to think what she might know about Sasan's dad. Would I know sure. anything? You might. Well, how long have you been gone from them? 20 years? About 20 years, I think. And they're both 14 and under. So maybe. maybe. <laughs> roll a history. DC 18. Sorry, I rolled a, a uh, 21 in history. Oh, dang. Uh, you recognize that the father of these two girls is probably... The Baron von Maltisch, who was a trade baron in the south. His operations were in the desert. He had these very showy campaigns against the kobolds and dragonkin there that made him very famous. Right as you were leaving, there was a parade in his honor as he was uh, given the position as Empress's consort. He is a 
from what you've heard, a very tall, stocky hobgoblin, very manly, like furry chest and arms and just bulky as all get out and with a big mane of red hair. So he's a hairy cinder block. Okay. Good, good to know. Good to know. I imagine that his big mane of red hair covers his eyes. Mm. So you guys have said a lot of things confronting drug dealers, being chief among them. But We're being very ambitious today. Which drug dealers are you confronting and where? All of them. All of them. Everywhere. Confront can... all the drug dealers. Galena just shouts at the marketplace, Drug dealers! Show yourself. Not really. Though. I was okay. about to say, Thank oh, God. we're going to get arrested. That was her plan. Just kidding. Um, it's an ingenious plan. So she probably wants to start where she's most comfortable, which is the den of ill repute. So you want to go to the aforementioned gambling hall near the fancy hotel? Yeah. Is that okay. not also where Sasan's dad is? Maybe. You yeah, know, same he's... general area. According to uh, Sasan, he is staying at a hotel over there. And you heard okay. that there's a hotel and a gambling place. Okay. The gambling place, by virtue of being in the same district, is probably also kind of fancy. Okay, okay. We'll go there. Which there? There's two places. Well, I'm inclined just to go see her dad, because who knows, maybe, maybe he's super chill and he'll even let us know more. So you're going to a very fancy hotel? I would prefer to. Does What's everyone else sneaking? Oh, maybe we should start out at the gambling place. Yeah. I hope. I really hope we end up at the church. But we can start at the gambling place. Maybe we'll find an end to the hotel somehow there. What do you What do you think, Eden? Uh, 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 I would probably feel more comfortable at the hotel. But if you guys want to go to the shady gambling place, then um, let's go. Okay. All right. The sounds of the market resume behind you, as the fight they were all hoping for never happened. Darn. You guys head off towards the east quarter of town. As you are heading down these finely cobbled roads filled with new buildings and areas of in the middle of construction, I want you all to roll perception. Okay. Try not to get ambushed. Oh, Sten rolled a 20. He rolled a 7. <laughs> Eden rolled a 3. Wow. Sariel rolled a 16. Galena rolled a 17. Okay. Gij and Eden don't notice much. Just more of the same. Nothing is weird or different. In Eden's case, this is because she has memories of being used to hobgoblin architecture. But for Sariel and Galena, you can notice the subtle changes in the new buildings around you that are getting more and more Avzal looking, just in subtle little ways. And Sten, you notice that the buildings that still look just a little older than the rest of the buildings, some of them have what you can only describe as scorch marks on them near the perfect new constructions going up right next to them. Interesting. Just in the narrow one to two foot alleyways between the buildings, you can see that there might have been fire. I see. So wait, it looks, you're saying it looks like the fire, the area where these new buildings are burned. Like Indeed. That's what it looks to be like. Okay. All right. Or somebody set fires in the alleys. Precisely the around two. the area. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I will point this out to my companion. Okay. Mm. Interesting. You guys approach a series of buildings that are very new and complete. Several of them are warehouses, but on one side, further down the street, 
you can see what looks like low stuccoed walls with tile roofs with a gateway of curving wood. In front of it stand two finely uniformed guards grasping the hilts of swords, nodding as people who look like pillars of the community and merchants walk in and out of the door. Closer to where you are, you can see people who look of the same station and wealth, but a little gaudier, a little less tasteful, stepping into a building that looks more like it belongs in the Western world, the Hadrian's Empire. It is a tall two-story wooden building. From inside, you can hear the sounds of laughing and mugs clinking together. Above the door, you see a wood carving of two masks. One is smiling and one is frowning. Inside their open mouths are dice. The happy face has a six showing and the sad face has a one showing. Ooh, fun! Delana nods. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, this is going to be happening. <laughs> and we will wrap for the evening. With that, our heroes ready themselves to dive into this den of intrigue and danger. But many questions still remain. Will Gij ever get Bahamut's attention? Will Eden's jokes of manslaughter eventually land her in hot water? Can Sten really craft celestial wizard-grade eyes? Is this the first time Sariel has scared off a boy with the cold, hard truth? And will Galena get a chance to purchase illegal drugs? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes. Hello, my name is Sten, and I play the half-orc barbarian. Nope, that's not my name. <laughs> Shit, I'm in character. Oh, yeah. Take two.